have you ever wondered about gender equality or racial harmony? Or what course talks about social advocacy? You came to the right place. Welcome back to another episode. Um, I hope that you are all fired up and ready to find out what sociology is about. Um, before we start, <laughs> let me share about how we know each other. So actually, we don't know each other until today. So we have this mutual friend, let's say she's person A. right? So person A, I, I asked my friend person A to record an episode about sociology and so person A recommended Lilin, which is our guest today. Hi. <laughs> yeah. So, and but person A also said that Lilin is quite passionate about sociology. And yeah, why why not you introduce yourself? Yes. So we were saying just now, just over uh, when yes. when we just met, was that we also know another mutual friend called Correct. person B. Yes. So we were just talking about how connected our social circle is. <laughs> yeah. But it's great to know. Um. Yeah. Mm. I'm Lilin. I just finished sociology after four years. Yes. I'm currently working at NLB, which is the National Library Board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My department does more of the back end planning, lah. Like mm. whenever a library is a new library is coming up, for example, Pongo Library, mm-hmm. or when a library is renovating, like mm. the Church Gang Library, then mm. my department is in charge of it. Mm-hmm. So for me, the project I'm working on is we're trying to bring library services outside of the libraries. La. So is it okay, just a myth? La. I mean, like, usually people think of libraries are books. Mm. What what else do libraries do? Mm, there's a lot la, actually. Uh, I think in general, the libraries also know that they can't survive just based on physical books. La. Mm-hmm. So what we do is that uh, there's a lot of engagement programs. Mm-hmm. So for kids, there's a lot of storytelling. There's a lot of like uh, maker space. Like we ever have like a 3D printing. Mm. So these are things that are quite new nowadays that we're exploring. Yeah, we also have a lot of programs on like information literacy as well as digital literacy. So also like helping seniors trying to bridge that digital gap, uh, mm. get used to using their mobile apps, get used to using like digital resources. Yep. And the library doesn't just have books. Uh, like NLP is actually also inclusive of like the National Library and the National Archives. Yeah. So we also dabble with like collecting our published heritage and letting people uh, be more interested as well in our history and mm. published heritage. Though. Yeah. So um, how do they... Bar- okay, just, just a side note. Like, I'm just wondering, mm. how do libraries sustain themselves? Or is it by government funding or by the fines they collect from the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, good question. I don't know where the fines go. That's a very good right. question. Yeah, uh, Definitely with public service. La. So uh, like our funds are from the government. government. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like we are not profiting yes, of correct, anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so get, let's get to the topic of the yep, episode, yep. right? So which is sociology. Mm. So... First of all, what is so- sociology about? Yeah, so mainly uh, the very formal thing that you will find at NUS is like, oh, we study the organization of social life, la, mm. which is how like uh, people interact with others around them, be it mm-hmm. their families, their peers, their teachers, their employers, mm. and also like social structures, mm. be it schools, the government, policies, the law. So mm. that's like the more formal answer. Uh, as a soci student for four years, I would tell you that the key word that you were, the key phrase you were mm-hmm. here in four years of soci is uh, life is a social construct. Mm-hmm. Like. And what does that mean? Yes, right? Like, yeah, a big, big like caveat is that social construct doesn't mean that it is fake yeah. or like we just make it up and it's not real. Mm-hmm. La, but more of like, um, we identify certain aspects in our life, in our physical reality, mm-hmm. and then we give meaning to these things mm-hmm. and they have very real consequences on our lives. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like let's say uh, a skirt, right? Yeah. Like, by right, a skirt on its own is just a piece of fabric. Yes. Right? Like, no one says anything about it. But then what we do as humans, we like very capable. La. So, like, mm-hmm. 
we go and assign a meaning to a skirt yeah. such that if you wear a skirt it is often associated with femininity mm. yeah so let's say both of us walk down the street today right if I wear a skirt and I and I identify as a female no one's gonna like look at me at all yeah. like no one will take a second glance but if you if you identify as mm. a guy and you walk down the road wearing a skirt people are gonna be like like giving you odd eyeballs yes. la, you know like you'll be attracting eyes like oh what's this dude wearing a skirt yeah, yeah so this is what it means like when it's a social construct which is like this it could have been just it's just a piece of fabric right mm. at first got no meaning but we give meaning and why is it that we specifically chose this piece of fabric it could yes. have just been like your socks yeah or I don't know like the hair yeah correct I mean the yes. hair is also another yes. thing that we identify right but let's say like the socks like why do we not go with people's sock lengths to determine their gender identity mm. yeah so it's like social construct because we we choose to pay attention to certain things and then give them meaning to it and we also choose not to give meaning to certain things so that mm. after a while we learn to associate certain um like certain characteristics or certain mm. things with certain identities so yeah. is sociology about um debunking such uh mm. association Okay, like so that means we should try not to associate it. Yes, like, because previously, I mean, from um, previous generations, we have associated skirt with um, females, right? right? Understand. So, is sociology about debunking such association? It, it could be. It could be, I could say. It depends on the situation, mm. right? Like whether we think it is something worth uh, uh, fight, uh, like mm. debunking in that sense. Mm. Uh, like let's say we associate, um, like let's say we associate people wearing winter clothes as you living in a cold okay, place, yes. then like there's nothing wrong with yeah. that. La. But we do try to challenge stereotypes mm. if they are if they have harmful effects on people. Mm. Like let's say we have the myth of the lazy Malay native. Mm. If we keep thinking that Malays are lazy, then mm. clearly it's a stereotype that we should try to debunk. And mm. why why is it meaningful to debunk? Because it constrains opportunities. Mm-hmm. We do not think that people have the full potential and we don't give them the opportunities. Mm. So that is when a certain um, stereotype becomes worth challenging. So mm. in the case of the skirt, right? So like let's say if anybody, be a guy or whoever, that person wants to wear a skirt, just mm. let the person wear a skirt and that person should be free to wear whatever they want to wear without being judged, without being um, ostracized by society and without being denied opportunities. La. So if wearing a skirt is problematic in a sense that it... Re- okay, so let's say if a certain group of people wear a skirt and it becomes problematic yeah. and it diminishes their opportunities, mm. then yes, as sociologists, we are very interested in that. Yeah. yeah, I think perhaps underlying the motivation, I guess, for a soci student is also to try to let everyone live a life of dignity la, yeah. and also to achieve their full potential. So we try to identify what are some of like the structural constraints that people are facing mm-hmm. and try to like challenge and remove these constraints so that everybody can be their best and be accepted whoever they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was wondering what is, how, how is sociology related in our real, like in, in our everyday life, you know? So oh. how... Because we meant, we, before we, we record this podcast, right, we were talking about mm, how mm. sociology can be used in education to maybe v- reduce some racist remarks. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah. So how, how does it work? Yeah. So I think like in daily life, right, mm. it, it depends, la, right? It depends on what, what level of daily mm. life you're operating at. So let's say at the policy level, yeah. with a knowledge in soci, you could probably understand how 
uh, how systems are stressful for kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say kids are very stressed these days. Then we look at the systems. How is PSRE stressing them out? Mm-hmm. Then we try to identify what exactly are the aspects of PSRE that are stressful. Mm. Is it the fact that like it's just your T-score, every score matters? Mm. Is it the fact that like a lot of people are trying to get to like the elite schools, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. etc.? So this is at the systemic everyday level, yeah. at the policy level, we will try to understand what are these constraints that make kids stress and try to alleviate these constraints. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, we still want kids to have a passion for learning la, and enjoy learning. Mm. But if you look at the daily life in terms of the interpersonal level, like me and you, me and my family, so... So C also comes into play because we also study interpersonal relations. Yeah. Like let's say if I'm talking to my family mm-hmm. and my family uh, or let's say my parents are talking to me, we discuss yeah. a lot about power relations. Like how mm-hmm. parents have power over their kids, be it financially, be it emotionally, etc. Mm-hmm. So we'll we still want kids to grow up in like a good environment. Mm-hmm. So in the everyday level, we will think about how parents can do parenting in a way that is, I guess that allows their kid to flourish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for example, we'll be more sensitive, law, like, uh, okay, if, you're, if your parents are very controlling of you, yeah. like, you must do your work from 8 to 9. Mm. You don't do your work, you cannot play at 9pm. That kind of thing. So it becomes like, uh, something that you're imposing on your child. Mm. So we will also study this and we don't have the perfect solution, but we just think of how can we do this better? Like, can we discuss it with the child, you know? Like, can we give the child some autonomy to decide his own time mm. timetable? Like maybe he studies better at 9pm. Then 8pm, let him play first, or can or not, mm-hmm. you know? So it's a lot about trying to just manage interpersonal relations also. Mm-hmm. And that's where Soci comes into play because we also study the micro one-to-one relations yeah. as well as like the person to the structure relations mm. also. Yeah. So you mentioned about how education could help with, uh, let's say, racist remarks in uh, online, right? Yeah. For example, you mentioned about racial harmony day. Mm, mm, yeah, mm. so, can, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so, I think the discussion was how, like, uh, where do we intervene la, to alleviate racism, right? And then we yes. talked about the level of schools because yes. that is one, education is a important thing. Yes. So, we talked about racial harmony day. So, yes, uh, we were talking about, like, yes, it's important to have a day like this so mm-hmm. that you remember it every year. Like, national mm-hmm. day, why do we celebrate national day every year, right? To remember that, like, our independence is not taken for granted it was yes. fought for same thing for racial harmony days like a reminder but what happens to the other 364 days mm-hmm. in a year if we don't continuously reinforce certain messages mm-hmm. to the children then it's very hard for them to learn also right like mm-hmm. what can one day do and I think there's also the point on how like it's not just about one day itself right so let's say nowadays on Instagram there's a lot of like people raising up uh, instances from their childhood yeah. like oh I uh, this person called me like not nice things mm. and then there's a lot of people raising up la, which is like, traumatic incidents and then MOE actually stepped in and say like oh if now any child encounters racist remarks please yeah. tell your teachers please tell the school because yes. they do not condone racism right so the next question is are your teachers and your staff now prepared to handle such things mm-hmm. right because like they might not be trained so if let's say today this kid comes and say hey teacher my friend say not nice things to me yeah. then mm. can the what would the teacher say? Yeah. Would the teacher just tell the bully, bullier, the bullier to be like, don't say that, that's not nice. Yeah. Full stop, end of story. But it doesn't really help, right? Because we didn't actually understand one another better. Yes, exactly. The kid doesn't know what he did wrong. The, yeah, so like, basically you don't grow without good conversations and mm. without good mentorship. So if teachers are stepping in, but they just step in and say, don't do that. Yeah, we, we stop having like overt racism, mm. but it doesn't change that mentality or even like of the kid eh? yeah like stereotypes yes. so 
it's a question law, which is yes, education is very important, but then are we able to do it continuously la, mm. and at a higher frequency? So let's say, yeah. um, yes, all uh, the MOE allow, says that, oh, please um, come forward, right? Mm. If you have any issues with it, any encounters of it. Mm, mm. And then, yes, they are prepared already. So what is the next step? I think it's also to understand that, okay, so your teachers now become the gatekeeper, right? Yes, of any right. incidents that come up. But we must understand that the children don't just have that interaction in schools. Mm. There's so many other social forces around me. There is my family. What yes. are my parents saying about other races at home? Mm. Or what are my parents telling me of my neighbours, for example? There's also the media. How do the media portray different like mm. people? What are the certain roles that they play? So And there's also your peers, right? Because there's a lot of social capital involved. Right? If together, five of us make racist remarks to mm. bully another person, then they're all my friends. Like, do I... Do I not right. do it, right? Because it becomes very pressurizing because if I, I call it out, I could lose my friends and mm. I don't want to do that. So like, there's... <laughs> so yes, we get one gatekeeper, right? But there's a lot so of other places. Yeah. ever, you know, and alleviate or remove such things because there's so many variables mm, that are correct, involved, correct. right? Correct. So how can you... Even you, you solve one or you try to mm. reduce one issue, mm. there's another one that will... Yeah, 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 well. yeah. So how do you do it? I mean, you just gotta keep fighting. La. Like honestly, if even like the feminism movement was like since 1960s and mm. we're getting better now, right? Like mm. now everybody can vote. Mm. Uh, that's already a very big step. Mm. But then now there's other things though, like workplace harassment yeah. and then like representation, things like this. So it's a very long term. Yeah, thing. correct. Really you term. never ever end. Like, I don't think mm. I don't think any fight ends. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You just keep getting better and better. Mm. Yeah. Is there a more like a systematic way to target it or no it's just like a um, you know for example it, it should, is there something that you should target first and then only slowly develop up or no it's just randomly target one or like one that yeah. became big personally I think I think start from anywhere la. it really mm. doesn't matter be it you choose to start at home you choose to start with the media you choose to start with your friends mm. your mom, your dad Anywhere you start is better than nothing. Mm. Yeah, I think often we forget that like we ourselves form society, mm-hmm. and just having an individual change, you can change other people also. And mm. if the people around you change, then slowly we will get things moving, lah. Mm. So what yeah. do you think is the most, um, the most influential way to do it? Okay, like, I think yeah. so. Like normally in society, we also have the question of whether is it the power of the individuals mm. versus the power of like systems, right? Yeah. Like, let's say we can change the system. So, like, let's say uh, NUS, right? Today, mm. they say uh, no straws entirely in NUS. Let's oh, be yeah, sustainable. Yeah. Uh, uh, right? that, that was once. Yeah, so that was very influential, like, in a sense. Mm. It was very impactful, right? Mm. Because it applies to everybody. And yes. then, yeah, there's just no more straws. Uh, so great, we reduce our straw plastic waste. Mm. But then, is it influential in the sense that did you manage to convince everybody on board mm. that this is something that we should do? And I would say no. Mm. So, you can implement the policy and have a very influential policy as in very like big impact mm. but if it isn't something that we agree as a whole NUS mm. student cohort mm. that is something that we want to fight for together then this policy won't hold mm. while we cut down straws somebody will just do something else funky yeah. or maybe five years down the road we change management we bring back straws again you yeah. know so like anything that you do I feel that it always has to be coupled with like impact but also like galvanizing people mm. la, which is why education on like the lower ground level is also very important no? mm. yeah. I guess uh, 
there are more straws now in NUS. Previously, yeah, I remember there was a phase where NUS didn't really give straws. Yeah, but yeah, now, yeah. maybe they give more paper straws, I would say. Yeah, correct. Yeah, correct, but at least yeah. that is a change. Yeah, it's a change. As compared to like plastic straws. Yeah. yeah, so it's also like after we do that, then we need to further the conversations lah. Like, mm. are paper straws any better in Singapore, mm. you know? Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, I watched this uh, Sea Spiracy. Do you know that? Yes, I heard of it, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they were talking about how plastic straw is not the problem. Oh, okay. They were talking about how overfishing is the problem. I see. Yeah, because like, when you catch, let's say, salmon, you accidentally catch other fishes, uh, which okay. then you kill it as well. I see. And then... uh. Yeah, therefore, it causes more problems than yeah. to the ecosystem than plastic yeah, straw yeah. itself. That's what they said. La. I mean, mm. it's a conspiracy. La, because it's a conspiracy, mm, right? Mm. Yeah. Anyway, coming back to the question. So, I'm just wondering, do you know any jobs, job prospects like, in the future, you know, that a sociologist graduate are mostly interested and in some aspect, some job aspect or prospects that uh, people don't really know as well? Uh, I think in general when you come to FES you have quite a general degree la, mm-hmm. so like please go ahead and do anything that you want mm. uh, at FES often they offer you a worldview mm-hmm. that's what I think mm-hmm. so let's say for SOCI right, because we are often looking at structures a lot yeah. of us do enter public service mm. so that's like a very common one structures as in like systems okay like, so not uh, like a infrastructure no no no, yeah. no so structures as in like uh, institutions mm. so like we figure that like let's say the problem with stressed out kids is mm. uh PSLE. So mm. we will want to go MOE and try to change yeah. the way PSLE is done, for mm. example. So uh, quite a number of us do enter public service. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a number of us also go for like, um, what do they call it? Uh, advocacy. Advocacy okay. organizations, be like aware or like certain like social service organizations, mm. etc. To like help the, I guess, equalize society in a mm. sense or fight oh, for certain that's social that's costs. Who? Like, I'm just wondering how are they being sustained? Like by government or... Um, you know they actually so. okay so like that's considered the people sector la. Mm. so your funds can come from almost anywhere yeah but likely you do have government funding mm. so you are trying your best to survive mm. challenge the government but don't step on their toes too much mm. yeah you know like don't offend until yeah. you become broke tomorrow mm-hmm. a number yeah, of us actually actually we also go to the private sector mm-hmm. yeah uh, PR and HR are very common ones mm. yeah so HR because like um I guess like it's just this interest in social relations. Mm-hmm. PR also because we kind of understand society and like the messages. Mm. So, yeah, lor, the it's really more of like what you're interested in. Mm. I would say that there are no boundaries. But also it is a lot of us in let's say fast, right? If we're very passionate about something, we can do it and we also go out to acquire our own skills. So mm. like, I know a couple of friends who also did the NOC program like the... Mm where you go start up and also study at the same time. Mm. And they so picked NOC up like, is, yeah. Uh, what is NOC? NOC uh, is not NUS Night Cinematic, right? No, no, no. <laughs> NUS Overseas yeah, Colleges. Right. Yeah. So basically like you, you do part-time studying while working internship at a startup. Yes. Yeah. So quite a number of my friends also picked up like digital marketing skills mm. and then coupled with like their SOCI worldview and mm. then they go and apply for the job. Mm. Yeah. So what do they do? Like in general, do they come up with a posters about awareness or it could be like uh, in charge of the marketing strategy as a whole mm. like where do you want to tackle people where are people at how should you frame your messages in mm. a way that is palatable things like that mm, yeah that's true that's true yeah. because uh, the way we speak might not be socially acceptable would you say that like, uh, I mean like it depends on the message la. yeah correct la. so I would say that like we are more sensitive law on mm. how things can be 
phrase. Delivered wrongly yeah. or taken wrongly. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of incidents that... Uh, correct, correct. They have to retract yep. some some advertisements or, yes. you know. <laughs> I can't remember. But there are recently there are a few, right? Yeah, yeah. There was one by Circles Life. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Yes, yeah. Oh, I forget what was it about. Uh, basically, they put a... A post that was like this post was written. Oh yes, yes, yes. But the three, three, yeah, Filipino yes, something correct. by something and then approved by Chinese yes. and then the caption was that's the way to go. Yeah. So that's very problematic because what you're saying is that the way to promote racial harmony is mm. just to have token representation. Mm. Like let's just keep just having different people in different roles and then yes. they also showed like a hierarchy, right? Like mm. why is it Chinese must be the one approving? You yes, know, like. Correct. Is it always that brown people must be subjected to the mm. authority of like Chinese majority? Yes, so yes, there was correct. a like way uh, off la, yes. and I was like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so definitely like taking Sosi makes you just a lot more sensitive mm. to these kind of things that you will take for granted law. But mm. if you look at it from another way, we could tell you that this could come off as offensive or so. Yeah. Yeah, then would you say that okay, what what do you tell people if someone says that? Uh, sociologist sociologist do you call it sociologist uh, if you become like a researcher then oh, otherwise okay. you'll just say like soci okay. students soci or soci grads yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> say, would you say that soci grads right are let's say how would you tell someone who tells you that soci grads are oversensitive how would you what would you oh, say uh, I do agree mm. I do think we are very sensitive like I always feel that every additional mod I take makes me very much more sensitive mm. la, to things I was ignorant about. But I wouldn't think it oversensitive. Mm-hmm. It is more of you being ignorant about it for a very long time mm. and we are raising it up for you. Mm. Yeah, so like, it was, problem- it was probably okay for you, which is why you don't think that there's anything wrong. Yeah. But for another group of people, it could be very offensive. Yeah. So they raise it up. And they're not being oversensitive. I think that's, that's a way of like, so it's like a relative thing, you know, right? It is, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I definitely okay when you when you just outright call somebody oversensitive, right? You are mm. invalidating them because mm. you are saying that their experience is is not like that. They're just making up, mm-hmm. like oh, I'm offended. Then they're like, how are you offended? Like it's called a small thing, but to them it's not small, and mm. you must understand what is their experience. So when you just scold somebody as being oversensitive, you are not being you're not being understanding lah. In a mm. nutshell, yeah, yeah, of how someone can. Yeah go through the same experience as you but have very different impacts or very have very different feelings about it. Mm. Yeah. So then what is the difference between soci sociology and social work? That was what the title Yeah. Of, not title but uh the intro, the mm-hmm. first intro, right? Yeah. So as I always tell my friend la, like uh if you ever need like uh, if you if you go through a breakout or something, please don't call us. Please don't call me. <laughs> you can go and call like a social, social worker work. to go and like social work you. Mm. Yeah. So kind of like um the first responder, right? Mm. Like let's say if somebody was uh like somebody got raped, for example, mm. uh a social worker would be able to like handle. Yeah, they will able to handle your your emotions. Yeah. They can comfort you, console you, try to talk you through it, and like get you out of that traumatic state, lah. Mm. But as a socialist, I'm not trained to do that, lah. So like, mm. please don't ask me to do that because I really don't know how to do <laughs> you. Yeah, so like I can do like the postmortem analysis, yeah. like oh why why uh, how did this rape happen or like yeah, what was yeah. the unequal power relations. Mm. So like maybe maybe here's a good time to talk about like what social work is about, lah. So mm. like I did ask like, a couple of my social work friends. Yeah. So social work is more of a 
professional work degree. Mm. So that means when you get a social work degree, you are qualified to be a social worker. Mm-hmm. But as a sociologist, I cannot, if I graduate with sociology, I cannot immediately be a social worker because I'm mm. not qualified. Correct. So with social workers, right, they are trained in a lot more like tangible interpersonal skills also. Mm. Like on the individual level, like, oh, how do they do counseling? Yeah. How do they walk you through um, certain like negative emotions? Mm. How do they uh, manage like family interactions? Right? Mm-hmm. Because let's say you deal with kids, you must always also deal with their parents. Ma, yeah. How can they like, manage this. It's also like a larger like group work setting. Mm. Let's say we do group therapy together for like recovery from cancer or something Mm -hmm. or grieving. Then Mm. there's also like group dynamics that they learn to handle. There's also the larger community organization where they are like trying to link up different resources in the community. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, there is this like SSO, which is a social service office. Mm -hmm. And then there's also like, let's say another advocacy space. Like, oh, can we link up and provide support for a certain like um, groups in a community yeah. that let's say are lacking child um, excuse me uh, like lacking ch- caregiving services mm. that kind of thing so there's a lot of like mobilization of resources there's yeah. also a lot of skills of interaction mm. and promoting interaction which yeah. is different from soci like we are not trained in these kind of skills the skills that we are trained in is social research yeah. like I can conduct surveys I can conduct interviews and then make analysis of it of how society works mm. but if you come crying to me over like a breakup or something I might not be able to yeah. give you the kind of comfort and like advice that you're looking yeah. for <laughs> la. yeah in that sense so, I can give you like post-mortem like oh right. what happened what was wrong in the relationship yeah so is it correct to say like a medical doctor versus a researcher la? right the medical doctor would be the one Attending to emergencies. Yes, yes, yes. Like let's say, like you got a fever, right? Yes, like you exactly. call a doctor. Correct, yeah, correct. you don't call a researcher. Exactly, yeah, but the correct. researcher is the one that maybe deals with how to solve it in the long run, or maybe finding out drugs yes. to treat it in the long run. Yep, yep, yep. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how? Right. Oh, sorry, the doctor is the one that prescribes the drug that create was created by the pharmacist, not pharmacist, but a pharmaceutical science student or mm-hmm. maybe a life science student, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I guess that is a way to put it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what about yeah. psychology? So what about social work? Sociology versus psychology. Um, okay, I don't have a super good understanding of psych, mm. but what I understand is that it uh, studies like cognitive and mental processes. Mm. But there are some parts that overlap. So for mm-hmm. example, like there's this thing called social psych la, and that's where mm. things get a bit blurry, right? Because it's very linked to sociology. Mm. So let's say we go to a uh, uh, coffee shop. Then yeah. you want to order food, right? You don't know what you want to order. Mm. So you go to the store. You see person A in front of you order fish soup. Mm-hmm. You see person B also order fish soup. Yeah. So by the time your turn, you must be thinking, actually, if so many people order fish soup, yeah, it's probably could. better, yeah. right? Yeah, so that is somewhat psych because it's more of like how other people's decision influence your decision. Mm. And for soci, it's the same, which is like, uh, we will look at social norms or like you assume that other people already made like the rational decision. So mm. you also just follow, you mm. know, like they probably made better decisions. Yeah, right, you, you know? trust them. So that's like social norms. I follow the crowd. Yeah. Right? So that's where it gets murky. But um, like let's say we psych, right? They look at the, they can also just look at the individual and like their responses to certain mm. things. So let's say um, in trauma, right, they could probably tell you like, oh, what's the effect of trauma on a person's memory? Mm. But I cannot tell you that because I don't understand how your brain works. Mm. Or even like when we talk about responses to like um, assault, like let's say there is, usually we talk about how there is free, uh, there is flight, fight and there is flight. Mm-hmm. But then psych, Psych people will also be able to tell you that there's also freeze, which is when you're in a state of fear, your body just shuts down yeah. and your brain just like, just, doesn't move lah but mm. as a social student I cannot tell you that also yeah. yeah because I don't understand like how mental processes work in that mm-hmm. sense yeah so that is what I would consider the difference between psych and soci which is yeah. soci always looks at like your Bigger we never picture. yeah we never look at the individual 
as just an individual. Yeah. There is always individual in relation to at least mm. one more person. So it's like how the individual influence or is influenced by. Yeah, yes, or is yes, influenced yes. by, yes. Yeah. So it's like a, a bigger picture, I would say, right? In a sense, like we always look at you in your environment. Yeah. Like <laughs> Running joke is that so society is minimally two people. Mm. So without if like sadly the whole population in the world die only left one person we society won't survive anymore (laughs) yeah you need at least two people to have society yes yes I was wondering because sociology is quite applicable and more practical so do you have modules that maybe like uh, you have to memorize them and like no it's okay yeah how Um, do you have to memorize your content is it very theory based mm, mm. So definitely there in your lower okay, I speak for NUS only la. I yeah, don't know correct. about other unis, right? So like let's say in, in year one and year two, there's a lot of like theories involved. Mm. So definitely you will encounter Marx, Durkheim and Weber. Mm-hmm. So Marx we will learn his theories on like let's say in the Communist Manifesto, mm. what is the relationships between the bourgeoisie and the proletariat, which is basically like your factory owners versus your everyday workers, la, mm. like your wage workers. So that's like uh, Marx and then you also learn the time like how everybody plays a different role in society mm-hmm. so together we let society function properly mm-hmm. if any one of us today don't work society will tumble la, mm-hmm. you know so these are things that the theories that you will learn and then what we do is we will study whether okay these are written very long ago right yeah. like 1800s 1900s but funnily you will feel that they are still applicable today mm-hmm. so what we will study is also like oh whether they are relevant today how are they relevant today mm-hmm. how are they not relevant have things changed things like yeah. that so there's definitely a theory aspect which is a lot more in year one and two la. Yeah. by year three and four we tend to go more into like case studies mm-hmm. and um, certain concepts. Lor. Correct. Yeah, so there's not so much memorizing per se once you reach like the higher level mods. Mm. It's a lot more about like whether you understand what we are discussing in class. So mm. I think maybe it's the same. Okay, I would speak for more of the social sciences bar. Like mm-hmm. um, as long as you can engage in your discussions, as long as you people say things, you can engage, you can yeah. point out what was valid, what was not that valid, like, hey, this person anyhow assumes, yeah, that kind mm. of thing. Then, yeah, like, you should be doing okay for your exams, <laughs> la, yeah, because exams yeah. are quite often, once you reach the higher levels, they are often open books. Yeah. So, um, okay, because in life sciences, we have a lot of memorization mm, mm. Uh, in terms of, like, the enzyme names, the oh, okay. receptors, the okay. drugs, right? We have to know, like, for example, this person is diabetic, then mm, what, mm. what happens when you... Mm. you take the drug okay insulin you, you should know what in, I mean you have insulin yeah, 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 right yeah, yeah. yeah so what happens when insulin happen, uh, when you take it, when a patient takes insulin and mm. then certain drugs trigger certain I pathways see. and all so there's a lot of memorization I involved see. in uh, I would say biomedical sciences okay yeah so what about um in sociology I is there a lot of memorization right, involved specifically for soci not so much because it is very seeable in your everyday mm-hmm. life so let's say today we learn a concept in school, right? Uh, for example, unequal division of household labor, mm, yeah. right? Like gendered division of labor, lah. Mm. And then we learn this concept called like um the double shift, where basically even if both men and women in the household are working mm. and they come back at night, women has the second shift of doing caregiving, mm. housekeeping, cooking, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. So these are concepts that you learn in school. Mm. But then the moment you go out, you go home, you talk to your relatives, you see it already. Mm. So you know you don't have to memorize it, like It's just. Mm. It's just there. So, yeah. it is very easy to remember, I would say. I wouldn't mm. even think that you need to memorize because yeah. all you have to do, or like what Sosi makes you 
what Sosi, the okay, the impact on Sosi is that it just makes you a lot more observant of your mm. everyday life. So once you start observing your everyday life, you will see it law and there's no like hard memorization yeah. needed. La. That's my opinion at yes, least. I, yeah. I seen, so you kind of feel like it's less um abstract per se, like you don't have to rem- imagine stuff. Yes, yeah, right? yeah. So yeah. it's more of like a Seeing is believing, la, in yes, this case, right? Correct. Seeing yes. is believing, yes. Yeah. I mean like life science is very hard to see, you know. Unless uh, you have a yes. microscope. Okay, okay, And you won't bring a microscope around. Right, and, right, right, right. Although it is in front of you, but you can't really see it. Understand, yeah. understand. Yeah, so, how do you think uh like the freshmen, uh, let's say incoming freshmen or those who are in sociology, how mm, do you, how mm. do you think could help them study for such um course? I think you okay, so like Studies are a bit hard, right? But I think definitely mm. uh, ask questions in class, engage mm. in the classroom discussions, ask mm. your profs if you're not clear on certain concepts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there isn't a 10-year series for you to like mm. look through la, because at most you look at the past SEM papers and then you just see what are the topics that are covered yeah. or how the question is phrased. Yeah, the only thing I can urge you is to constantly be critical la, and mm. just look at your surroundings a lot more and then not take things for granted. Right, mm. like even things like you just said freshman. So in my head, after four years, I'll be thinking, why is the word gendered? You know, like are uh, oh, all freshmen true. men, right? Like, mm. you know, like a lot of things that you take for granted. And as long as you, you start being more sensitive to your surroundings, mm. just pay attention, you generally will do pretty okay lah. Because mm. soci isn't, I think with a lot of like our discussions, it's not about reaching finite answers, mm. you know, like, oh, how do we end poverty? How do we end racism? It's mm. just about encouraging us to ask questions mm-hmm. like oh why why did this stereotype come about you know like who is the one making the laws who has the power to make mm-hmm. the laws so it's just about trying to ask good questions and just have an informed I wouldn't say okay maybe not informed but just have an opinion that is backed up that mm-hmm. is logical on why you think certain things are like this and you are pretty fine la, mm-hmm. yeah though I would encourage if anyone is thinking of um, going to Yeah, going to Soci. Please do pick up Theo Yuyen's book on like this is what inequality looks like. Um, or even um, they told us to move. That was edited by I think. Okay, I can't remember the name. Uh, yeah, but that's they told us to move. It's another book. Um, it is about the relocation of Dakota residents mm-hmm. because that building was gazetted for like uh, like it's too old la, basically, mm. and they're gonna demolish most mm. of it. Sounds yeah. like the the. Kampung Glam. Uh, actually, I'm not so sure whether uh, there's an equivalent. Actually, no. Dakota is the first HDB estate uh, to have this. Yeah, and then they relocated the residents. A lot mm. of them were very old seniors. Mm. Yeah, so these two books I highly recommend. Um, to at least get a glimpse. Uh. Yeah, a glimpse of what are the kinds of discussions that we will have in Soci. Mm. Yeah, to be honest, what we talked about earlier in this session, like the first 15-20 minutes, mm. that is the very typical discussion that we have in Soci. Yeah. Yeah, so just to get understanding long. Yeah. yeah. You don't come out of Soci becoming smarter in a sense that you know more in a sense, but like you just ask more questions. Yeah, you really just ask more questions. Yeah. I mean it is a good <laughs> It's a good thing about yes. it. Like when I come to work now, then I feel like I can identify problems, but then mm. I don't have the solution to yeah. problems. <laughs> I mean it, the yeah. first step is to ask. You know? Yes, yes. The first yes. step is first step of solution is to know that there is a problem. Yes, correct, correct. Yeah. yeah if, if not, then everything will just be stagnant. Yeah, you know? yeah, correct. Yeah. Mm. So, um, I guess everyone here, all the listeners, learn something about sociology because I did. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, that is the end of the podcast. So, um, thank you for listening and I will see you next week. Yes, okay. thank you. Bye-bye.